0: Hey kids, how's it going? It's time for another episode of Inside Hawkmaster's Head with your host, Jim Hawkmaster. Hey boys and girls, friends and neighbors, how are you doing? How's every little thing? I hope life is treating you and yours as kindly as possible. Uh, how's it going with me? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Welcome to my world. It's, uh, 820 on a Friday evening, July 16th. Had physical therapy earlier today. I don't like that I'm having to go to physical therapy. I still haven't gotten over the fact that I hurt myself reaching for something. Uh, not performing any exceptional, uh, feats of athleticism or daring do. Uh, not, I didn't hurt myself on the set, which would be kind of a sexy injury for me that I would wear as a badge of honor. Um, so anyway, I'm a little bummed out just that I have to be doing physical therapy. I've never done it before. Uh, so I get kind of depressed when I, when I go initially, but then I sort of lose myself in the, in the task before me cause they, um, they kind of spend some time kind of roughing me up, kind of, you know, pulling this and poking that and, you know, uh, massaging things sometimes harder than, you know, I, I would like, but, but, and sometimes every so often I'll say something, but usually I don't because, uh, I don't know why, because, because I'm tough. I don't want to admit that, uh, I'm I'm being hurt by some, somebody, you know, a foot shorter and a hundred pounds lighter than me. But, uh, but, but anyway, uh, I should say a foot shorter and 150 pounds lighter than me. Cause I just realized doing the math that that, that made my, uh, physical therapist person, uh, chunkier than she actually is. But anyway, uh, so that was my big thing to do today. What am I doing in general? Not fucking much. Um, not a lot, not a lot going on these days. The big thing that's kind of going on, um, for me is Jane Rosemont, friend and director of Acting Like Nothing Is Wrong, award-winning documentary about yours truly coming soon to a film festival near you. Uh, she is uh, still in Santa Fe, recovering from, from cancer surgery. She had a, a growth on her tongue, in her tongue, a tongue growth uh, removed. Uh, and this, and this is the second time that she has had that tongue growth removed. That that part just keeps discouraging me, uh, and discouraging me to the extent that I can't even take the full pleasure that I want to take in in hearing that she got a clean bill of health when she uh, she went to the doctor for a follow up appointment and. Um, everything's good. You know, everything went the way it was supposed to go. Um, her, her pain and the physical symptoms she's experiencing, they suck, but they're, I don't know, kind of not unusual or I don't know. They don't seem to concern anybody overly much except for me and Jane. Um, but, uh, she she is you know recovering well and the surgery was a success and everything is good and so why am i not quite as happy as i want to be i mean certainly that's better news than anything else that would have happened um didn't didn't want to hear you know radiation didn't want to hear you know this and that looks iffy so you know it, you know it all went pretty well it it all went i i think from what she told me quite well, and yet I'm having a hard time shaking my own i don't know nervousness upset anxiety because because I'm afraid now i've never i've never really um because i've i've not had many close people in my life over the years, uh, and particularly n- uh, being without an actual family for for most of my life, and uh, whether a family I came from or a family I created um, or helped create. Um, I don't know. It I means I'm not used to this. I don't know what this... I don't know should feel like how I should be responding emotionally you know that kind of thing I want to be supportive and I feel as if I have been uh I have been supportive because I feel supportive I want to support her I want her to do well and to and to thrive and live a long life and uh and you know and I I I want I want to be there to the best of my ability uh but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Something, something about this is troubling me. <laughs> something about my friend having cancer is troubling to me. Go figure. Um, I, I think I'm mostly just, I, I don't know. I'm afraid. I'm afraid because there's no guarantee. um, you know, uh, I think that was the thing I wanted when I heard she got the all clear. Uh, I wanted to be happy. I mean, I was happy, but there's a part of me that's like, oh, didn't you get the all clear already though before the one time, but, uh, fucking hell. So it's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of teaching me a lesson, maybe sort of, I hope, which is, it's life, baby. We don't need any fucking guarantees. There is no guarantee. I kind of wanted to guarantee the last time she had this surgery that it was going to be the last time she had that surgery. Um, but there's no guarantee. All you get, probably the best you get, out of life is, well, it's okay for now. Everything's okay right now. Um, You know, I mean... You know, she's having a tough time. Uh you know, I mean in her recovery 'cause ugh, it's her friggin' tongue. Eating sucks. Sleeping isn't working very well, you know. Um She's having trouble speaking, though though happily selfishly for me uh, cause one of my big worries, I, well, I think both of us worried about this, but particularly one of my big worries was that she wasn't going to be able to, to speak to me for, I don't know, however long a period of time. Uh, so I, I have been happy. Um, we don't speak quite as much or quite as long as we, uh, normally do, but we have, we, we speak, we have spoken periodically and, uh, and she sounds, and she sounds like Jane, you know, she, her, you know, she has to speak a little more slowly. She's a little lispier. I think I'm feeling a little lispy right now as I listen to myself, but, uh, she's having to kind of, you know, get around her tongue. Um, and I guess that's, uh, I was hoping... I was kind of hoping for her sake that uh, even though I kind of knew it wasn't th- quite the case, I was sort of hoping anyway that uh, once she um, healed, you know, once she recovered from the surgery, uh, she might just go back to being able to, you know, speak the way she speaks, the way she used to speak. Um, but that's going to continue apparently to be a challenge. I don't know what they're going to do if she's going to go to physical therapy or you know how, what what happens uh, i guess somebody she's going to go somewhere and somebody's going to say do this that and the other you know exercise and uh hopefully they're going to help her work work around her tongue because even uh even though she is going to heal there is going to be scar tissue it's not going to be quite the same tongue she started with and, uh, and she's going to have to, you know, figure that out a little bit. And that's a point of concern. I mean, she and I will continue to be able to communicate. And that's, um, selfishly, that was a very important part of the thing to me. Um, but she she also, there, there are film festivals coming up. And, uh, and she wants to, you know, she wants to be able to talk and be understood and not be, you know, and not have people kind of, I don't know, uh, pity her or be off put or whatever. Um, but I don't, I don't think that's going to be an issue because even, even, even now as she is healing from this, um, you can tell she, I mean, you can tell she has a bit of a problem at times, but, but it's it's not, it's not that big a deal. Uh, it's, it could have, it could have been worse that for the first time I talked to her after her surgery, I thought, well, this could have been a lot worse. So, so anyway, so I am nervous because I have a hard time living in the present. I never live in the present. Um, I'm usually busy worrying about the future and this is the perfect, if you want to worry about the future, this is a situation where you can really worry about the future Oh, what's going to happen? Is it going to come back? Is she going to be okay? Um, so worrying about the future is kind of where I live, but I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't think it's certainly not fucking helpful for me. And it's not me being helpful to Jane, you know, to, to be in that place. Um, Cause this kind of brings into high relief the fact that, uh, there, there's no guarantees. It's kind of life is kind of life is kind of Russian roulette. Uh, you know, you spin the chamber and maybe, you know, you pull the trigger and maybe it's empty and maybe it's not, you know, that was a, Oh, that was a gross analogy. Sorry about that. Sorry for, for putting that in your head, but, oh well. Uh, anyway, so my thing, my thing is uh, to try to do what I don't do very well, typically, which is stay in the moment and appreciate the fact that, you know, right now, right now, things are okay. I mean, they're basically okay. Jane's, you know, having a kind of a tough time with uh, her recovery, though it is proceeding as, according to the doctor, it is going well. She is healing well, and her symptoms seem par for the course, apparently, and uh, it's going as well as it can go, Um, and that's got to be good enough, because there's no guarantee, but right now, right now, I'm going to say that like about five or ten times, right now, things are okay. Uh, she in fact things things are okay again they're they're more okay than they they might have been because uh one thing she was concerned about was uh the possibility of of uh needing um radiation which which the doctor did not suggest because uh, radiation would have meant being being unwell for longer in Santa Fe, but as a result of that not being the case, uh, she's gonna be back here in in LA in a couple weeks. Uh, back, uh, so we'll get to hang out. I enjoy that sort of thing, and uh, she'll get to uh, continue putting the finishing touches on the film, and I'm excited about that because I want this film to fucking be done. I'm tired. I'm tired of it being a project. I want it to be an actual thing. I do. I'm just tired. I don't know why. It's like, I'm not doing any work. I'm just sitting on my, I'm just sitting on my substantial duff waiting for things to happen. But, uh, but that's been a little crazy making and I'm ready. I'm ready to see what this thing is. And more to the point, how, what people make of it. I keep watching documentaries. Uh, these days, I mean you know i 've watched documentaries before, but these days, when I watch documentaries i I struggle not to feel like okay that was that was an interesting subject or an important subject, but who 's going to give a rat 's ass about me um, and hopefully i don 't know, hopefully the film will tell people to give a rat's ass about me. And uh but I, I just don't trust I don't trust it yet because um because nobody has seen the film yet who doesn't have uh a rooting interest. You know, whether people um you know ha- actually involved in the making of the film, uh uh friends that we've uh, screened it for in a, in a previous incarnation of the film. They haven't seen it in a while. I haven't seen it in a while. I don't know what it looks like or sounds like these days. Um, I just, I would like strangers to see it and, and, and cause I have no, I don't have a sense. Uh, and I think as I've said before in here, I'm not judgmental. I don't, I, I'm not judgmental about Jane's work. Uh, it really is just all a lot of insecurity about, well, who's going to give a fuck about me, you know, really other than people who already, you know, know me or whatever, but take away, you know, the shameless bullshit and take away, you know, that you already know me in real life or something. And who's going to care about this? I, I don't know. Eh, I hope somebody does. Um, well, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Um. Uh, so what's going on with me beyond beyond my friend who has has or had rather had cuz she doesn't have it she doesn't have it now cuz they cut it all out uh my friend who doesn't have cancer who's recovering from her surgery what else is going on for me um uh um if i if i had sound effects i'd be cueing the cricket sound effects but i don't so i so I, I'm just going to go, uh, mm, well, because huh, nothing, nothing's really happening for me other than the obvious, other than the aforementioned, uh, situation. Um, my cat's unwell, my cat Hamlet, he, he is, uh, he's not eaten and, uh, took him, took him to the vet and, um, he's diagnosed with pancreatitis which is a, can be a, a chronic condition and somehow has possibly led to uh, inflammation of the bowel or something so anyway i'm 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 medicating him and and uh moni- monitoring the food bowl and the litter box and whatever and you know i don't know he's lost a lot of weight he used to be a big fat guy and now now he's he's not uh, so that's a point of some concern um and a point of guilt because I don't know about you, you pet owners out there. Are you the kind of pet owner who's gonna just spend every dollar that you have uh on your pet or or is it like mm, you know what's the cut what's the cutoff point for 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 you from uh you know, um, throwing money at your pet. Cause, cause I don't know for me, it's, it doesn't, I don't know. I don't know right now. I haven't spent very much. The, the vet business, the vet visit, the last one was, um, uh, 400 some dollars. And that I gulped a little bit. I was like, yeah, that's more money than I've, that is more money than I've paid on me going to the doctor lately. um, But, uh, so far it's just been that and the price of, uh, medication, which was, you know, wasn't super, super much, super expensive. It was like 50 or 60 bucks. Um, so anyway, that's a thing that's happening. I hope he doesn't die. I hope he doesn't die. Um, you know, I hope this medicine is going to, uh, to make him better and that I'm not going to be calling the doctor saying, it didn't do anything, he's even skinnier now, he looks almost dead, what do we do? Uh, I'm hoping that doesn't, I'm hoping that's not an accurate vision of the future. But I guess time will tell. As for my health, um, shoulder hurts, shoulder hurts, left shoulder uh, I have some minor tearing of my rotator cuff and some uh, arthritis on my shoulder and uh, what else do I have? I have I also have uh, kind of chronic tel- tennis elbow on that same side on the left side. Uh, fortunately not my dominant, not my dominant uh, hand arm, whatever. Um, but I'm not enjoying it. You know, I'm not enjoying it. I'm kind of depressed every time I go to physical therapy. I I mean, I, like when I start, I kind of get over it once things are going because you concentrate on, you know, the exercise you're doing or how much it hurts uh, to have the physical therapist squeezing my arm or poking me or pulling at me or whatever. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I don't like having to do it. I don't like being there. I'd rather not. I'd rather not. Uh, I don't like. I don't like this whole, you know, body going to hell kind of thing. But I don't have to look a lot farther than Jane to know huh? could be worse, Jim. Uh, could be a way worse diagnosis uh, than some minor tears on your rotator cuff. Um, though, man, it hurts enough. I mean, it doesn't, you know, I'm not in agony like ever, but, but it hurts enough that I do find myself going, ah, this is minor. I wonder what a real thing, you know, what a major tear of the rotator cuff feels like. I don't want to learn. I don't want to learn. Um, I asked the doctor, uh, when I was going in for x-rays and MRIs and whatnot, um, uh, w- well, small tears and, and, uh, small tears that I learned, something I didn't know, uh, that aren't going to repair themselves. That's just, that's just my shoulder now, apparently. Uh, hence the need for the physical therapy to, you know, shore up, I don't know what to shore up other muscle groups around it to, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know why I'm fucking at physical therapy. I don't understand, but, um... Now I lost my train of thought. Um oh that uh that I asked the doctor I said these small tears are they going to just, you know, I don't know in my circum- in my experience small tears tend to become bigger tears is that's that what's going to happen to me? And uh and he said I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Goes both ways. So, you know, can't tip, I don't know. Can't really tell you. Um, and that's kind of discouraging, you know, permanent injuries. You are you know, I am now just a little bit less of a physical specimen than I was before, you know? Uh, and all I did, I can't get past it. I can't get past it. All I did was reach behind me with my, with my arm that I should be able to use for this sort of thing. I reached behind me because something had slipped between, uh, the head of the bed and, and, the uh, um, and the wall. And I, I was kind of reaching down for it, you know, with my arm just kind of behind me. And, uh, And I felt something hurt. And uh, that thing continued to hurt on and off for the past number of months. And blah, blah, blah. And here we are. Could be worse, but it doesn't mean I don't like it. Doesn't mean it doesn't depress me. Because getting all old and shit. Getting all old and shit without having gotten anywhere or gotten anything done. I think that's kind of depressing me these days, too. Um, The fact, you know, the acting thing the acting thing, nothing's, nothing's happening. I guess it's a slow period of time. I don't know. My, my, uh, uh, a neighbor who is an agent, uh, talked to him recently and he said things were kind of starting back up, uh, because he was getting, um, he was starting to see more action. Um, I had a little wave a couple of weeks ago where I had about I don't know, five, I think I had like about five auditions, maybe a voiceover thing or two uh, in the span of a week. Um, But that was then and this is now and nothing is happening. And even if it does happen, what's going to happen? Another, I'll get an audition for two lines, you know, on a show that I wouldn't watch, you know, as an audience member. I don't know. I don't feel very good. I don't feel very good about the possibilities. I want to. I want to, I want to feel like things are still going to happen, but I'm really wrestling with the fear that, you know, we're at the end of things happening, but that's not a helpful way to think. And I know that. So screw you. Cause I know you're thinking, well, that's not a helpful way to think. It's like, I got, I got it. I got it. I know that. Don't you think I know that? Uh, so, but the good news, the good news, there is some good news. Eh, kind of good news is, um, I was recently able to confer with a psychiatrist. I zoomed with a a new psychiatrist and, uh, was able to up my dose of Welbutrin. I was on the starter dose of 150 milligrams which, you know, I guess you give to you know, children and the elderly to start it out because you can't give them too much right away because their delicate systems can't handle it. Um, so, but anyway, uh, I, I now am doing 300 milligrams. Uh, I've only been doing it a couple of days, so I haven't noticed anything just yet, as you probably clearly can tell from the tone of this podcast. But, but I guess I'm hopeful, I guess. I don't know what's supposed to happen exactly. Um, Am I not gonna think the depressing, alarming, anxious thoughts that I think? Am I gonna like, or am I gonna think them and they just won't matter as much to me or I won't put as much credence in them? Cause I know it isn't just like, oh, one day I'm gonna be like, oh, good morning world, everything is great. And I'm just looking forward to what the rest of my life has to offer. I don't I know that's probably not quite gonna happen, but I don't really know what to expect. I don't know when I'm what's feeling what's feeling better gonna look like. And is this gonna do it? It might not. It might not, cause the psychiatrist gave me a little bit of shit about my sleep apnea, because I have sleep apnea. And uh and it's pretty much given if you have sleep apnea and you don't attend to it, uh, that's, uh, you're going to be depressed. You're going to be depressed because you're not getting the rest you need and you're not, you know, and you're tired all the time and you don't feel good. And, but most, mostly I think, um, your brain just isn't shutting, probably isn't shutting off the way it should. And, uh, and that's, that's a thing. So I was, so I got to do something, I got to do something. Uh, I've had a hard time making CPAP work. CPAP uh, standing for, what does it stand for? Continuous Positive Airway Pressure. It's the it's the mask that one wears at night if one has this condition. And I have tried to wear the mask overnight because I have this condition. And, uh, and I've never made it work, but I haven't tried in quite a while. And, um, so I'm going to give it another try. I'm going to get this thing out of mothballs. I recently bought the distilled water I need to put in the reservoir. Uh, but I got to clean thing up cause it's, it's dusty and dirty and will probably make me sick if I try to use it. So I got to clean it up and, uh, fill that reservoir and I don't know, try to sleep not drink so much caffeine, not, uh, maybe live on Coke zero. Oh, speaking of Coke zero, did you hear they're changing the formula for Coke zero? They tried that. Remember if you're old enough to remember new Coke, nobody liked that idea. Um, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not nuts about them changing it because I'm fine. I like, you know what it is, but Hey, Hey, who knows? Maybe it'll be a secret upside, and and I'll try the new stuff, and I won't like it, and it'll put me off soda forever. Who knows? That could happen. That could be a thing, so I don't know. Yay. Anyway, eh, oh my god, it's half, practically half an hour I've been droning on. So I don't know. It should be good being me. My, my friend is okay. I'm in a documentary that's going to come out sometime and be received in some way. And, uh, you know, and I still live in L.A., so maybe auditions are going to happen. And maybe someday I'll book a thing again. And, you know, I don't know. You know, things could happen still. So, whatever. Well, on that cheery note, um, hey, uh, something I do, something I do for a, uh, a little side income, uh, I do cameos, little video messages for the, for the, uh, shameless fan in your life. So if you, if you want to seem like a cool, cool person, uh, on the event of uh, a friend's birthday anniversary parole board hearing, bar mitzvah, whatever, um, just, uh, hire me and I'll, I'll come up with some fun, enjoyable message to make their occasion a little more special. Just go to cameo.com forward slash shameless Kermit and, uh, and sign up. You'll be glad you did. Uh, what's the other thing? Oh, the other thing. Nobody, nobody's done this in a million years. So I don't know why I continue to do this, but, but if you have been listening along, thank you for that. You don't have to do it. I do appreciate it. Um, but if you've been listening all this time or even some of this time and you're like, I don't know why I like this. It's it's crude, he just drones on and talks about himself all the time and, and there are no production values and I don't know why I enjoy this so much, but I can't stop listening. If that's you, consider subscribing to this podcast thing I'm doing. Um you can you can uh subscribe at ninety nine oh can't say it. You can subscribe at ninety-nine cents a month, four ninety-nine a month, or nine ninety-nine a month. Go with your heart. But, you know, if you could kick a little bit in, that'd be great. That'd be great. It might make me a little happier. That's not guaranteed, but it could happen. You could be the one who turns things around in my sad little life. Consider it today. And on that note, take care of yourselves, folks. Thanks for listening. As I said, you certainly didn't have to. And uh, I'll talk to you soon.